Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Star Wars Lads Comic Reviews. It's February 23rd, 2022, and we're going to talk about the final issue of the High Republic Adventures. But before we do so, please hit that like button down below, subscribe to our channel for Star Wars Lads content, minimum three days a week, and comment below and let us know what you thought of the High Republic Adventures finale and what you kind of thought of the entire thing as a whole, because... Uh, this turned out to be one of the better series and really all of Star Wars comics as we've progressed into this last issue. So yeah, before we get started, though, uh, we wanted to kind of address Star Wars co uh, Lads comic reviews because we have been, since Boba Fett, uh, we were doing them on Thursday, and then some weeks we would skip it if there was only one release, um, and we kind of just been playing around with it. Uh, so we're looking at possibly changing the format of this for the future we will be continuing the same format through next week as we finish off the high republic basically completely uh, as mission to disaster comes out next week as well and uh edge of balance volume two will come out in may but it comes out digitally so uh we're gonna figure out when we're gonna review that separately eventually but um we're looking at changing how we do this show and probably making it a bit more limited like we were doing during the Book of Boba Fett. That means most likely we're looking at doing it about once a month or so and kind of giving you a recap of all the comics that have come out, but focusing more on some of the bigger releases. So probably Crimson Rain, the new Han Solo and Chewbacca comic when Obi-Wan starts that book. So we're going to look at some of the bigger stuff. If you have something that you've really enjoyed us talking about or that you really enjoy and you want to hear us talk about, let us know down in the comments below. It doesn't seem like there is as big an audience uh, for Bounty Hunters or Dr. Aphra specifically and Vader. Uh, Star Wars seems to have a little bit bigger audience out of all the ongoings, but still it doesn't seem like too many of you are here for all that. So if you're not interested in any of that, let us know what you're interested down below. If you're here for Dr. Aphra and you only watch for Dr. Aphra, let us know so we make sure we can cover that as well. So that's kind of what we're looking at in the future. So the last like official true episode of Star Wars Lads comic reviews in the weekly format like we've been doing since I think July will be next week when we talk about High Republic 15, Eye of the Storm number two and Star Wars 21. So that will be uh, the update. So now we're going to get into High Republic Adventures number 13. I, this is a bittersweet issue, of course, because it is ending and I, it has grown out to be one of my favorite Star Wars comics over the last year. And I I like this issue. I didn't love this issue, particularly personally, because we both read Midnight Horizon. And I felt like 75% of this stuff is covered in Midnight Horizon, including the narration part of from Lula about her feelings towards Zine. But instead, we get it from Lula's perspective in this instead of Zine's perspective more in uh, Midnight Horizon. So... Although it is the slightly different perspective, it's basically the same thing. So I felt like I was a little disappointed that the last issue of this book is kind of all stuff we've already know because we've read the book. For those of you who haven't read the book, you're, um, this will feel like a nice, satisfying character wrap up. But also, again, half the characters aren't in this because they're in Midnight Horizon. So it does have that problem of like what the High Republic Initiative is going to have problems with the whole time. If you're not consuming everything, you won't be it you'll miss some things for certain characters that maybe you've been following because Ram's not in this Zine's only in the first half. Uh, Cantum's not in this. So we have characters that have been kind of in this book throughout 
and they don't show up because they're in off doing what they do or Midnight Horizon. So I think there is that little flaw for people who are just reading the comics. And if you are just reading the comics, let us know down below if you felt like this was satisfying, because um, for me, I felt like it was a satisfying ending, even though it does repeat things, which I, again, felt disappointed about. But um, I, I could see people saying they're not satisfied with how this ended if you didn't read the book. So let us know down below if that's you. But other than that, it's a good issue, has some nice character moments, really nothing, no action or anything. I was expecting more of a starlight connection here because we do see buckets of blood in the starlight beacon. So I, I was expecting it to kind of connect with that. I feel like I don't want to say underwhelmed because I did appreciate the character stuff. And that's what this book has done so well as it's progressed from like very kid friendly, goofy book, but was like entertaining, but it was exactly what you expected Two more young adult character piece that it's become. That's what I've appreciated about this book. So I did like what he does here with the ending, but again, yeah, not as many connections, a little bit more open-ended than I wanted from the end of phase one, which has been the theme for everything basically we've gotten in this phase or phase one wave three uh, of the initiative. So uh, for me, those are my thoughts. It was good, not great, but the series as a whole became very, very good. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to miss this for sure. I know if you guys haven't heard IDW's agreement with uh, Disney and with Star Wars is kind of ending. So if you've been following Star Wars Adventures, I guess it's going to suck for you. For most people, they don't really care about Star Wars Adventures. So you're like, okay, whatever. But if you've been following along for the High Republic Adventures, it's like, ah, oh, man, like, I know why it has to end now. And it's a great place to end it at. But like, oh, man, I, I'm, I, and we, we've gotten assurances that we're going to follow up with these characters a lot. But it's sad because this is like one of the few reasons I think a Star Wars fan should have genuinely bought like comic from IDW that's Star Wars related because it was just that good. That whole series it very much, I guess if you can look at the whole High Republic phase one um, and just the format of how it's been delivered, you got your adult books, you got your young adult, and then you got your middle school. <laughs> you technically have the Buryaga toddler, but no one, that's just a POV perspective. And our comics, the High Republic Marvel comics, I'd say are very much young adult in terms of content, in terms of story, for the most part. Only dips here and there, but it use, it kind of sometimes goes closer to adult than it does dip down more to middle school. And then the High Republic Adventures, when it, like the first couple issues came out, I was like, all right, this is straight middle school. Like, I, I what do I care about this? What's going on? But like, it really did develop these characters, this whole gang of like the whole troop, right? Farzella, Court, Lula, Zine, got some Cricks development, um, you know, Buckets of Blood. You got a little bit of Cantum with their like introduction to the gang and uh, to Stepman for Yoda. Uh, the, and yeah, I mean, all that stuff was great because we've these characters grew and then we got to see a lot of their continuations in like Race to Crash Point Tower or, you know, some things in... Uh, tie-ins in the other comic books like trail of shadows with the jedi rumble race and stuff like that so they became bigger players and we got to see some really cool things in this whole series we got to see the jedi temple from jakku so literally maz was living like across the street from one essentially um we wanted to spend a lot of time on starlight beacon on these different planets 
the art style has been awesome. I know there's technically two art styles. Um, I, I like the more line work heavy art style, but I still really much enjoy the more, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Just not, I, I don't want to say simpler, but a lot more uh, color and blockier, blockier more designs as opposed to like fine detailing that was very prevalent. And then that uh, art style came back. I honestly didn't care either way because the story was just that good. Every time, the small details, the tidbits, all was good. I mean, you could say the weakest thing probably of this whole series is the fact that there's not like a huge Markeon presence. There's not a huge like Nile Nile presence. There's Cricks and his little hooligans essentially, right? Um, and a lot of the stuff that he's like involved in actually has a lot of payoff in Midnight Horizon. And it ends up really great there. We just don't see much of it in this. So it does feel more like odd on skirmishes, but in a way very fitting for a bunch of Padawans. Um, so I, yeah, like you like you said, I was expecting a lot of stuff to like tie in directly with the ending of like Starlight Beacon, its whole destruction and all that. I mean, we do see Buckets of Blood basically sacrifice himself in Trail of Shadows. So, and he's, he's a goner. Court barely survives apparently, and he's knighted. That's what we saw in this, along with Farzala. Um, but we don't see Farzala, I don't think. We don't see Lula. We don't know things that have happened to these characters. So if I at least had gotten to see that, that part of their story in Trail of Shadows and then had these filler details of like, oh, they got knighted. These things happened between Midnight Horizon and Fallen Star. I would have been like, honestly, like a very strong ending. Right now, it's only good because it very much felt like watching like a clip episode, a little recap of like greatest hits of sorts. Um, we, we saw things like Ty York and from the Rising Storm scenes, um, some of the early stuff with Cricks and Zine. Um, like you said, a lot of it is that Zine and Lula love story um, that's kind of like been developed kind of a metaphor for the Force connection and kind of hiding it is like a metaphor for people who are on, who are like in the LGBT community, who can't really come out to their peers and all that. I, so I like I like a lot of things that are there, but at the same time, it, it, it's repetitive. It it doesn't reach another stage, and at that ending of that story that I was hoping to see isn't really there. It's like, oh look how awesome this whole series was, which it was, but. What is that like? Bam! That's our finale. What happens to these Padawans? What happens to Lula? Like, they're right outside of Starlight, so we know it literally ends with them knighted, going to Starlight, and then everything goes to shit essentially. But did it necessarily have to cut that part out? I don't think so. So I wish they kind of cut back on some things. I still love things like the new baby court, essentially the stand-in. I, I like. I like that how they felt like they did all grown because the truth is they really did grow a lot. Like these characters grew even more than some of the characters in the High Republic series. But there wasn't a sense of like pure finality to it. And maybe that's because they're really trying to make phase three have as much flexibility with where they take these characters in their stories. And especially these youngest characters who I'm assuming will be more in their prime or exiting their prime at that point. But yeah, it was good. I think it, I think it very much is representative of the series. You get to see everything that made it cool and awesome. But you also understand there are limitations. 
Right. And yeah, this, the most part, this is an epilogue to the, it's weird because yeah, it's an epilogue to the High Republic adventures, but it's not an epilogue to everything else because there's still like this, this timeline is still ahead of where our latest timelines are in Trail of Shadows and High Republic and uh, Fallen Star. So, and even Midnight Horizon. So all of that stuff ends after this ends. And so it is kind of strange that they didn't connect it completely, but it is kind of what I was expecting. I think I said in the Midnight Horizon uh, review that I definitely thought we would get an, the comic version of the Crix thing. Cause otherwise like that's a huge plot point that if you just skipped it completely and expected people to read the book, that would have been a little surprising. So yeah, overall felt like most comic series, honestly, that you read when it ends, it's always an epilogue story that just kind of like wraps things up, says, oh, this is where everybody is. Everybody's happy and there's somebody narrating. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just kind of emblematic of the rest of the initiative for phase one, wave three, because it doesn't really finish. And then now we're going to have to wait at least 18 months to two years before we pick these characters back up. So Overall, good. I, I think what I take away is mostly that this book as a whole, High Republic Adventures, is very good. And you should definitely pick it up because I think the second trade just came out and the third trade will be coming out eventually. So that's it for Star Wars Lads comic reviews this week. But as usual, we're going to talk about what's coming out next week for our last uh, official show weekly that we're going to be doing. And it's going to be, as I mentioned at the top, the High Republic 15, which will wrap that series up. That'll be exciting, but I think the one most of us are really excited for is the High Republic Eye of the Storm number two. That'll wrap up the Marquion Row origin story that we got, tying a bit more. Uh, according to Charles Soule, this is the last thing you should read in this phase. Uh, so that's going to be kind of exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do there. Hopefully it's a, it feels fleshed out fully uh, because when with this two issues i was a little concerned about how they were going to rush some things but first one was very good so i definitely have expectations for that and then we're also finishing off with another charles soul book star wars 21 and star wars has definitely picked up form the last couple of weeks with the luke skywalker stuff and the elzar man cameo and yoda cameo and all that stuff so this is going to be an exciting issue i think this is going back finally to starlight squadron based on the cover so uh we are finally going to catch up with them after like a year or more <laughs> since we've seen them so we'll see what happens there i'm excited to finally get back in the swing of things with star wars and hopefully it's not too bogged down by crimson rain tie-ins so that'll be it for next week thank you all so much for watching if you haven't yet please like the video down below subscribe to our channel for star wars content minimum three days a week and comment below let us know what you thought of high republic adventures and what you thought of issue number 13 did you like it did it wrap it up correctly for you did the whole series kind of come into its own like we thought it did? Let us know down below in the comments. If you haven't checked out Monday's video, I released my top 10 Star Wars stories of all time. Yes, all time, including legends and canon. So you're going to want to check that out. And then next Monday, Sonics is coming out. So it's going to be kind of a two-part series where we're going to both talk about basically our favorite things in all of Star Wars. Uh, are, so... It's definitely an exciting thing if you like our channel and appreciate the content that we bring out. So you definitely want to check that out and then stay tuned for Friday. We're going to have some more Star Wars content for you guys and three more videos next week. And if you haven't followed us on social media at Star Wars Lads, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, and you can find all these episodes as well on Spotify 
for Spotify video podcasts, as well as certain episodes on all the other podcast platforms in audio version. So thank you for watching and we'll see you next time.